Welcome to Money Grows on Trees. Money does grow on trees. A podcast full of practical, real-life money lessons that you wish you learned in school. Lloyd is a former lawyer turned lifestyle entrepreneur. In each episode, he'll be answering the tough questions around money, investing, and entrepreneurship to help you transform your money mindset and move you closer to achieving your financial goals. Now, let the class begin. Here's your host, Lloyd Ross. Welcome back to the show. My name is Lloyd Ross and I'm really excited for this episode, but before I jump into it, I just want to say a massive thank you to all of the people who have uh, logged on to or found our new podcast and subscribed to it. So we've got now over 40 subscribers. We've only launched like not even a week and we've got 40 subscribers, which is amazing. So thank you. And we've had 500 downloads uh, already, which is freaking next level amazing. So thank you so much uh, for subscribing and downloading and listening uh, to our show. Money Grows on Trees, really excited for you for all these episodes coming, plus our guests and some unique cool things we've got coming up. So uh, if you have been listening, I hope you've been enjoying it. Uh, and if you have enjoyed it, I would love it if you could leave a review for us. It would really help a lot. Um, uh, that'd be amazing. So thank you. I know that this does keep, this podcast does keep a few people uh, entertained and <laughs> keep some company on the way to work. So uh, that's awesome. Hopefully, we can continue to keep you company with some really exciting content. And uh, this episode will be no different. So this episode is titled, or the topic of this episode is time and money, time and money. And what I really want to do is come on and talk to you about this episode uh, in terms of, you know, what, like a lot of people have said to me, you know, Lord, I don't really have time for that. I don't have time to make money. I have no time for a side hustle. I have no time to go and read that. I have no time to do this. And this time thing just kept popping up, popping up. And I was thinking to myself, isn't that interesting, uh, this whole concept of time? Because we all have the same time in the day. We all have, you know, every day is 24 hours. Okay. Now we all probably sleep at least six hours. Okay. Unless you're a new parent, but you, you sleep six hours. So you've got, you know, a whole, what is it? 18 hours, uh, of, of, of usable time to become successful. So I find it interesting when people say, I don't really have the time. And I think what happens is the, a, a really common reason why people don't become successful, either financially successful or successful in their career or their, their business, um, is because, they they wear this badge of busyness around like it's an honor, like it's a real honor to be busy. You know, like uh, I'm so busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. There's this busy badge uh, that people wear around it. And unfortunately, I think when you're busy, you're not usually that productive. There's a big difference between being busy and being productive. And so if you're really busy, uh, it, was, um, it was actually John D. Rockefeller said uh, – the busy man has no time to make money. The busy man has no time to make money. And obviously the busy woman too, right? So what do you mean by that? He means, you know, there's no time to think, there's no time to strategize, there's no time no time to upskill. And so the busy person uh, has no time left to make money, all right? So here's the thing. How do you actually create, you know, where do people who are successful find the time for this stuff? All right. Especially if you're a really busy working parent, you must think to yourself, Oh my God, Lloyd, it's okay if you don't have any kids or this or that, whatever the excuse is. Uh, because remember, all excuses are equal. Okay. I'm only saying this to serve and help you. But 
how do you really make it? What is it that separates the people who can achieve a lot in, say, you know, the 12 to 18 hours a day compared to the ones that can't? All right. Now, it is definitely an attitude thing. All right. Attitude. My old boss used to say to me, Lloyd, you can't teach attitude. All right. You can't teach it. So you have to decide, am I going to be a victim and say, oh, everyone else has, has all this time. If I, had, if I just had more time, I could make more money, right? I bet you've heard yourself saying that. If I could just have more time, I could have more money. What about f- flipping that on its head? Because the reality is you can't get more time. You can't just click your fingers and say, look, you know, can you give me an extra six hours in the day? I want it to be a 30-hour day instead of a 24-hour day. No, it doesn't work like that. You can't actually double your time, but you can do this. And this is what wealthy people do. This is what people who are great with money, who are successful, this is what they do. They say, okay, well, I can't bend time. I can't speed it up. I can't double it. So how do I actually make more money in the same time frame? And here's the secret, right? Here's the secret. Don't focus on wishing you had more time. Focus on wishing you were better. All right, and Jim Rohn talks about this a lot. I keep wishing you were better. Don't 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 hope it were easier. Hope you were better. Don't wish it were easier. Wish you were better. So the only way to actually create more t- more money with the time you have is to spend some of your existing time becoming more valuable. Okay, so if you become more valuable, then your time is worth more. So it's not about finding more time. It's about making your time worth a lot more than what it currently is. Because if you're at a certain skill level and you have a certain value, you'll be paid $25 an hour, minimum wage in Australia, probably around $20 an hour, right? $20 to $25 an hour. That, 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 that's your cap. And so if you want to accelerate the amount of time you have, like instead of working two hours and getting paid $25 for those two hours, so, so $50 for two hours, what if you were paid $50 an hour and you only have to work one hour, all right? So you can see, you can speed up time by speeding up your value, by becoming a person of value. So what the heck does that mean? You're like, oh my God, Lord, I've heard that so much. Like, person of value. I get it. Like, it's so frustrating when someone gets on a podcast and says, become a person of value. Right? It's irritating sometimes. You're like, oh my God, I've got so much going on in my life. What the heck are you talking about, man? How do I do that? How, how, how? Well, let me explain to you how I did it, and then you can take some value from that, and you can decide if you want to do that too. But the reality is that money is just a byproduct of how valuable you are, okay? It's a byproduct of how valuable you are. That's all it is. So to speed up time, speed up your value, and this is how I did it. The first and most important thing that I did was I spent some of my current time investing in myself to become a person of value. So the easiest way to do that is pick up a book, all right? And that's why I wrote a book. I'm like, I hope people pick up that book and read it because it's going to accelerate their knowledge and accelerate and make them a person of value, okay? And so reading is the number one easiest thing to do to become a person of value. Pick up a book. Just read one book at a time. But don't pick up a book because someone suggested it and you think you should read it. Go and get a book that actually serves you and teaches you what you need to learn to become a person of value. If you want to learn about money, read money books, If you want to learn about investing, read investing books. You want to learn about marketing, read marketing books. You want to learn about online business or side hustles, read those books. Read. There are so many books out there that will help you to actually become a person of value. Okay. I think financial books are the best. All right. So, so that's what I did. I started uh, reading like those types of books when I was about 16 because I knew I'm like, if I can, if I just knew more 
than most people. I would put me a little bit ahead, okay? And so to become a person of value, it's not about becoming this amazing person. It's about doing a little bit, like 1%, get becoming 1% better every single day, okay? And when I was in my job, so I, I started reading books. That was the first thing. I, I took courses. I did obviously study at university. Now, I don't think I got tremendous amounts of value from the university stuff. I think that, that that's a low return on investment these days. But it was really the books I picked up and the courses that I did uh, that really made me a person of value. My CFA charter course, which cost a fair bit, you know, but I, I invested time and effort into that. And that made me really good with investing in numbers and analytics, all right? Um, you know, my boss invested in me to do financial modeling courses at, at, at my job. And I was always eager to, to, to invest in myself. I was eager to go to the course. I've been to a plethora of personal development courses. I just finished one on the weekend. It was four and a half days, okay? And I'm always throwing myself into books, into courses. Um, I'm watching specific YouTube clips that serve me, all right, not just random stuff. You can find great value on social media if you look in the right places. I ask a lot of questions. I, I, I hang around the right people. And so you can become a person of value just by osmosis, just by your mindset of hanging around the right people. I used to spend as much time as I could around my dad because it was like he knew so much about business and sales and marketing and and, and, and people that just by being around him, I started to be able to model him and emulate him. And, you know, same with my mum too, with money, you know, she's a really good saver. So just being around good people. And that's why parenting is such a strong uh, influence to people's success. All right. So if you don't have a that parenting life, find a mentor that you can be around to learn from. And there are tons of mentors. Out there. I mean, I, I, I listen to Warren Buffett. Um, obviously, this podcast, you can listen to this and be around me, which is great. And I'd encourage it. Just getting the mindset right is part of the process of becoming a person of value. But here's the thing. You want to improve a little bit each day. So what what do you do to become a person of value after reading books, doing courses, listening to podcasts, through experience, um, you know, experimenting? That's how you become a person of value. Being able to solve people's problems is how you actually turn into a, a person of value. Because if you are great at solving problems for others, you are going to be sought after. They're going to want you more, right? And that's why you don't just say to your boss in your job, hey, can I, have a, can I have a promotion, right? Just so you can make more money per hour. You say, listen, I've invested in these skills. I'm a person of value now. I'm much more valuable than I was when I started. Can you pay me $50 an hour now instead of 25 And if you are someone who they need now because you the problems you solve, you are going to get paid more per hour. So the idea is you keep investing in yourself until you are paying you know, or worth $500 an hour, right? That's what you do. Um, and I think one of the best things I invested in, uh, myself and my wife, Alicia, we invested in public speaking because it's a great fear of most people. And it really prevents people doing a lot of stuff. It prevents them uh, upping their career, taking that promotion. It, it, it prevents them from, um, I don't know, you know, leading leading rooms, uh, you know, jumping on Facebook Lives, doing podcasts, it prevents them from doing a lot of stuff, okay? The fear of judgment really holds them back. So one of the things we decided was we said, you know what, this is a fear of ours. It's a natural fear. It's actually the most common fear in the world. Uh, people are more afraid of public speaking than death, which is crazy. So we're like, you know what, we need to work on this. So what do we do? We went and found a public speaking club called Toastmasters International, Toastmasters International. There's probably a club close by to you. And we committed to going there every single week for 18 months. Not just once, we kept going back and back and back. 
And people see me present on stage now or talk and whatever it might be, and they think, wow, that's, yeah, you're just natural at that. No, absolutely not. I was horrible at public speaking, especially in school. I was really nervous, and that's normal, okay? But we invested in ourselves. So it's about, you know, we, we, would, we would finish work at 6 p.m., and go to, to Toastmasters and go there till about 9 p.m. at night, so three hours uh, for the meeting each week. So there was me using my time. I was reading books. Alicia and I were going to personal development courses, spending the money, going there, showing up and playing it 100%, getting a lot of value from it, all right, and going to Toastmasters to improve our public speaking and communication skills. And we spent a lot of time and money doing that too, all right? And that has what... That's what you do. That's how you do it. All right. You lean into things that you're frightened of and you lean into things that challenge you and you lean into frustrating, learning things that are frustrating to learn because they will make you a person of value. Why? Because when the time comes, you can solve problems for people. You know, if someone needs to me to talk at, I'm talking at an event tomorrow morning with a friend of mine. He's got, um, He's got a, a, a business that helps men uh, go through a rite of passage and, you know, become better men. And so he said, Can you talk? I'm like, Yes. I had a, an old business coach say to me, Lloyd, can you come and talk at my event? I'm like, yes. So just, you know, being sought after like that because of investing in yourself is what makes you a person of value, okay? You know, someone, you know, with my money, I know how to invest because I've read the books. I've done the study. I've sat there and sacrificed my time, my, my current time, I've sacrificed it to, to learn those things. So now I'm, it's in me, okay? It's now in me. I know that stuff, okay? Even my attitude, I've worked at that, Okay? I've been around the right people, found good mentors, listened to them. I've been coachable. And that's how you become a person of value. So here's the thing. It, it's just about being above average in some areas for quite just a little bit longer. So have, a, have, have an above average handshake. Have an above average smile. Have above average energy when you walk into a room. Have above average organization of your finances. Have an above average savings rate into your investments. Have an above average reading rate. So instead of reading 10 pages, I read 20. Have an above average mindset by hanging around the right people. Just spend a little bit more time going to certain events and being around the right people. Spend a bit more time listening to podcasts. Spend spend a little bit more time at work, just a, just a little bit to show them you're a little bit more valuable than everyone else there, Okay. So it's just about becoming a little bit above average in the most mundane things. And that is how you stick out to be a person of value. It's also the more you invest in yourself like that, the more time you invest in yourself, the, the, the faster you grow. And people often say to me, gee, you've grown fast. I'm like, yeah, that's because I spend a heck of a lot of my time improving myself, being open and coachable to information, knowledge, um, modeling other people, watching how they succeed, emulating them. And I, I get around, we get around a lot of people like that and we steer clear of people that aren't like that. And you know what else? We steer clear of things a lot of the time that don't make us more valuable. So I'll give you an example. A lot of people might want to spend the weekend jet skiing, which is fine. Like I lay up, up jet skiing in the past is fun, but they will just be on their jet ski every weekend for like the whole year, right? And so that's great. You become a better jet skier, which is awesome. And if you want to race them and you want to, Get on TikTok. And there's some things you can leverage out of that for sure. But here's the thing. What about the person who's reading, listening to podcasts, working an extra day, working a side hustle, right? Or flipping things or, you know, uh, investing in personal development events, investing in their public speak. What about these people? You're jet skiing for a year. They're doing this other stuff. And then you look at them and say, how did you get there? 
and they're going to say to you, well, I invested in myself. And you're going to say, well, how do you do that? And, and, and I'm telling you, this is how you do it. There's a level of sacrifice required to actually put good things into your mind and your body. And it's no different to how you actually look after your body and fitness. Okay, the people that put good food in their body and that work out consistently every day and make a habit of that, working towards a goal, they're going to be, they're going to be healthy, they're going to live longer, they're going to be fit, all right, and they're going to be happier. It's the same with success when it comes to money, all right, and financial success. It's just about putting good things in and, you know, saying no to the bad things, all right? So that is actually how you create more time. And what will happen eventually is you'll be so valuable to be able to solve so many different problems for so many people, people will pay you to do that, all right? If you become a good enough speaker, you get paid to do that. If you become a good enough investment manager, people pay you for that. If you have a certain amount of knowledge, people pay you for that. If you're great at marketing, people will pay you for that or you can create your own thing, okay? You've got to spend the time becoming good at stuff though. And unfortunately, I gotta say, it's freaking frustrating. Okay, I remember when I was studying for my CFA charter, it was a self-study exam. I think I went through it on episode one and uh, the introduction. And it's like this six-hour closed book exam. It's the hardest exam in all of finance in the world. And there's only like 100,000 people that have completed their three exams in the CFA charter. So I'm on my third exam, right? So I've passed the first two. It took me like three or four years to pass level one. Anyway, so I'm sitting there in my room in Dubai where I'm working full-time and studying. And my roommates are off in Brazil partying. I'm like, oh, my God, like what am I doing? what am I doing? I'm doing this CFA. I'm learning about finance and investing and they're off in freaking Brazil. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, is this, is this going to pay off? Is this worth it? And I thought back to all the times where I'd sacrificed my leisure time for new knowledge. And I realized that I would have been one of very few doing that at the time. So I thought this has to pay off somewhere. This has to pay off somewhere. And of course it's paid tremendous dividends. Like the amount of money we've made from our investments, the amount of money we've we've been able to create by not making the mistakes. There's a huge amount of money people lose making mistakes. So we've been able to prevent that. And of course, it's propelled me into uh, you know, a business enterprise that I wouldn't have been able to do without that knowledge, without the sacrifice. So I want you to know, to finish up, that it will feel, when you're becoming a person of value, it will feel a little bit frustrating you, you might be a bit nervous if you're going in to do different things and step outside your comfort zone. I want you to know that's really normal. Everyone's like that, okay? It's the ones that have 10 seconds of courage or five seconds of courage to continue doing it that win. So success is really just about having, it's only ever five seconds of courage away. I think of all the things I've done, every hard conversation I've had to do, every, uh, you know, every kind of you know, big speech in front of 5,000 people I've had to do, whatever it is, I, I've been a little bit nervous and I've had courage and it's pushed me to, to, to go. And I know that all the things in my life I've succeeded at is because of that courage. So spend the time doing it and I want you to know that it's worth it. It really is. To invest in yourself is so worth it uh, because it will pay dividends. It, you may not figure it out, like, how is this going to pay off? You just have to have blind faith that you are doing something to become a little bit better than everyone else. Okay, and that's going to make you a person of value. And that is how you amplify your time. You create more time 
by creating more value in yourself and charging for a higher hourly rate. Whether it be in your job, in your business, whatever it is, that's how you do it, okay? So I hope that's been valuable for you guys. Um, and I want to say thanks again for subscribing. Thank you again for the downloads. It's been amazing. Uh, I'm really enjoying this journey of creating this podcast. I have no idea what I'm doing. So that goes to show you that you don't have to be perfect to start, okay? You just got to start and figure it out on the way down. So thanks again, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thanks for joining us this week on the Money Grows on Trees podcast. If you like the show, you might want to check out our book, Money Grows on Trees, which you can find at LloydJRoss.com. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, leave a review, and feel free to reach out to Lloyd on Instagram at Lloyd James Ross.